Soccer Show Arena is the newest concert and hockey destination in the Coachella Valley. And you won't want to miss any of our 100-plus nights of live entertainment. Join our Concert Access Membership Program for exclusive access to the very best seats for every show all year long. Shows like Reba McIntyre, Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock, Grupo Firme, Maroon 5, Jimmy Buffett, and our official grand opening celebration with the Eagles. Add our Concert Access Program to your Firebird season ticket package today. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Are you tired of the I can't mindset? The I'm not good enough mindset? Do you feel like your negative thoughts control your life? Well, you came to the right place. Because in the next 30 minutes, you will learn how to break free from the limiting mindset of anxiety, fear, victimization, depression, trauma, and self-hatred by reprogramming your subconscious mind. It's time to master your mind with Dr. Erica. Hello, good people, and welcome to Master Your Mind with Dr. Erica. Thank you for joining me today. I just want to thank all of my listeners out there, whoever you may be. I encourage you to reach out to me. Um, shoot me an email at gm.psych, P-S-Y-C-H at gmail.com to message me on Instagram at Dr. Period G. Montgomery and just let me know uh, your thoughts and feelings about my show. Let me uh, know any topics you might be interested in hearing about. Reach out to me if you'd be interested in being a part of my show um, and sharing your wisdom and your story with my listeners because we all have stories. And so my talk for today is on overcoming impossibilities, overcoming impossibilities. And I have to say that 2019 has been a year of many change and a year of many challenges, not only for myself, but for my mother-in-law, for my husband, for my family, and some of my friends, some of my patients that I work with. And so I just really want to focus on how we are still here. We're overcoming what seemed to be impossible. And so I have some questions to ask. Have you ever thought to yourself that there are so many changes going on at the same time, you don't know how you're going to make it through? Have you ever felt so overwhelmed you just wanted to cry or break down? So many changes and challenges make you wonder how you ever make it through. Sometimes you wish you could just run away or crawl into a small hole and to just just have a moment of, of silence and peace. Well, that's really what this 2019 year has really been about. It's really been about getting through what seemed to be impossible. And with it being a year of change and challenge, the good news is that it's almost over and we are still standing. I am still standing. I am still setting goals. I am still focused on my future with hope, faith, and gratitude that I am still healthy and breathing. And so I ask you, 
uh, to just be honest with yourself. And if you are alive, if you're able to move through life easily and effortlessly without pain, if you're able to use your mind with focus and intention, then I just ask you to be grateful. I ask you to be thankful and just say thank you right now. Just say thank you. We're wrapping up the year 2019. The end of the year is, is typically a time where people reflect on, you know, all that they've accomplished over the year, all the changes that you've gone through, all the challenges that you faced, good or bad. And it's really a time to reflect on what have you learned? How has it made you a stronger person? How have your experiences, good or bad, made you a better person, a wiser person? Because we are all living this experience of life. And we are all trying to find a way to come out better to go through our experiences and our changes and become better people, become more loving and giving and caring people, become wiser, more wealthier and healthier people. And so we are all going through the changes of life and we have to reflect and really do some self-evaluation. And so the end of the year is usually a good time where you really take the time to look back and reflect on your decisions and, and uh, on the experiences that you've had. It's also a good time to start making decisions about your future, about really what do you want? What do you want? Really think about what do you want for your new year, this new decade, 2020? I really want you to spend some time thinking about what kind of life would make you happy. How would you live your life if you had no limitations, no physical limitations, no mental limitations, no emotional limitations, no financial limitations, no, you know, geographical limitations. If there were no limitations, how would you live your life? What would it look like? I really want you to think about that as we start this 2020 year. Think about who you are and if you like that person, that's great. Or if there's some things about you you want to work on, that's great too. Think about who you want to be and what you want to create for your new experience for this 2020 year. What goals? And I think it's time to really make a commitment. Make a commitment to doing what you want to do and doing what ultimately makes you happy. Because this is a new year of letting go of the old and really renewing, regrouping, revitalizing, 
in just really making time for yourself. I think that's the one thing that I know I am guilty of is doing for others and not making time for myself. And that's really the goal that I have committed to. I have recommitted myself to taking care of me, okay? Taking care of my body by exercising, eating healthy, taking care of my mental by daily affirmations, by daily meditation, daily learning uh, about how I can be better and do better. And so I really want you to think about what you want for 2020. And the other thing that I want you to do is I really want you to let go. I really want you to make a commitment to yourself to let go of the past. If you've been holding on to something for the entire year or longer, let it go. If you've been trying to work out a relationship for the past year and it hasn't worked out, let it go. If you've been trying to hold on to a career uh, that doesn't seem to be working or a job that you just can't seem to get it right, let go. We become so uh, habitual in, in the work that we do, in the relationships that we have, in our daily lives, that we get complacent. And we oftentimes stop forgetting what it is that makes us happy and what gives us joy. And so I want you to step into your fear. If your fear is letting go because it's what you're used to, it's your normal, I want you to step into that fear and let it go. It is time to let go of the past. It is time to let go of anything that you've been holding on to that's not working. Let go of anything that is worn out, worn out conditions, worn out relationships, worn out things, worn out people, jobs, anything. Anything that you have been holding on to out of fear, let it go. Because it is when you commit to yourself and step into it that beautiful things start to, to, to come through. And, and that's why it's really about overcoming what at first seems impossible. Because it seems impossible, but our scope is so narrow-minded. Compared to the larger picture, we just have a very narrow scope. And when you let go and you step into that fear with faith, knowing that something better is coming, it opens you up to a world of possibilities. And what was once impossible becomes possible. And so 2020 is really about committing. Committing to yourself, committing to change, committing to your vision, committing to your why and really what you want. Commit to making decisions about your future. Commit to changing habits, especially those old habits that you're holding on to. Commit to being happy in the meantime, not happy when. 
but happy now. Commit to being present in your relationships. That no matter, you know, how far you've come, you still got a long way to go. And we're all working on improving ourselves. So without judgment, commit to loving the people who you are with, who who you're partnering with, who you're friends with. Commit to them unconditionally. Commit to being around people who inspire you and encourage you. Commit to trying something new, doing something new. Commit to no negativity. Commit to no negative self-talk. Commit to daily affirmations. Commit to daily movement. Commit to you because you are deserving. You are valuable. You are worthy. And you deserve to be happy. You deserve to overcome what seems impossible. And so when change happens, because it's inevitable as a human being, it will happen. I really want you to focus on adaptation. How do you challenge yourself and commit to yourself to adapt through the change, through the situations, through the challenges, through the circumstances? How do you use it to be better, to become better, to learn those lessons that need to be learned to move you forward and let go of the past, let go of old identities, let go of old programming, let go of old habits and step into the new you with a willingness to change and evolve and to become better. And so my mother, uh, my mother-in-law who's joining me on the second part of my show, she uses the term new normal. And that's really I want how I want you to think about this new year, that no matter what you've been through in 2019, 220 is a new year and it's a new normal. It is a new normal. What was normal yesterday is different from your normal today. And I really want you to commit to making a decision about what you want for yourself how you see yourself in this 2020 year and commit to change, letting go of the past, letting go of the old, welcoming the new. Commit to yourself because you are deserving, you are worthy, you are great, you are genius and you are full of love to share, to receive and to share. So with that, I just want to say thank you and you have within you the power to overcome impossibilities. You, and if you have a higher power to help guide you and strengthen you, there is nothing that you cannot accomplish. Thank you. Join me uh, on uh, the second part of my show as I welcome my mother-in-law, Miss Mary Montgomery. She's going to share with you her challenging 2019 and her new normal. Hello and welcome to Master Your Mind with Dr. Erica. 
Um, this is the second part of my show, and I'm welcoming a special guest, uh, my mother-in-law, Miss Mary Montgomery. She's joining me today. The, the topic is overcoming impossibilities, and I want her to speak about all that she has overcome in this past year. It's uh, been very challenging with change after change. And so I just wanted to bring her on for her to share her story. Hello, and welcome to the second part of my show, Master Your Mind with Dr. Erica. I have a special guest with me today, my mother-in-law, Mary Montgomery. We're talking about overcoming impossibilities and this 2019 has been very challenging for her and I really wanted her to come on my show and share with my listeners some of the strategies and coping skills that she has acquired in her 82 years on this earth um, for my listeners and I'm hoping that you'll be blessed by it. Welcome, Mary Montgomery. Thank you for coming on to my show. Good morning. Just to get started, I would like to initially just say that after spending 58 years with my husband, of 58 years, he was very, very, uh, very, very direct, very good man, very hopeful as a partner. And so having to make all of the adjustments without him has been very devastating at times, very lonely, producing a lot of sadness and a lot of grieving. But all of the things that I've had to overcome, the range of emotion, the grieving with the sadness, I have also found that with the support that I have received since his passing, before his passing, and during all of the coming months that uh, I am still able to function daily. I have to get up in the morning. Sometimes there's that feeling of where I have to just talk to myself. I have to pray. I pray every day, all day. I have the faith and also read from the Bible. And my perception, sometimes it changes throughout the course of the day. But I find that once I get up and it's in my heart and I ask God for the grace and the strength to move forward daily in a positive manner and to fill me with strength. And I seem to get that. And once I kind of get moving, I am able to move forward. I find that every 24 hours that you will have to either move forward or you stand still. And you have to make decisions which come back to you. I am not one that will sit and whine. I have always been somewhat of an organizer. And this seems to help me also to stay busy. I have so much out in this world personally and within my family group, the support of my children. Uh, all of my my uh, grandchildren, all the love and the concern that's coming forth from them, from my church members, from my friends, extended family, I am finding just continuous support. And I appreciate it. I know how to 
uh, now ask for help. In the beginning, it was very difficult to ask for help. But you have to also know that you cannot do all of these things by yourself. So living life daily is, is for real. Uh, I have to make myself eat and drink, which I have done. And I just kind of have a routine now where I get up. I make, I make sure that I have a pattern of behavior where I will follow through to get myself moving uh, throughout the course of the day. And I find that keeping myself active and busy, a lot of the things that I do is not so much for me because I'm still doing so much for others. And especially within this last month of December, I have met another series of crises with taking care of a 79-year-old brother with so many medical challenges that I had to make quick decisions to have him admitted to a life care center for continuous 24-7 care. And dealing with all of the paperwork involved with that was a crisis. But I was able to do that. And somehow, again, God just continues to intervene and to show me, to give me the strength to do these things. And I do a lot of self-talk, and I do not dwell on the negative. The other crises that have been involved that I was faced with, my daughter was having surgery on December 18th, and then I had a son who was in, in uh, Chicago uh, that was having major surgery one day later. So again, I had to make decisions about how I could spend time with both of them. And again, a decision was made, plans were made, and I have been thus far able to move forward and continue moving. So where's all of this coming from? It's coming from the man above and God and the prayer because he's keeping me stable. My kids tell me, say, Mom, you're, you're healthier than all of us. And I just think that I'm here for a purpose, that God is keeping me stable, keeping me healthy, so that I can continue to move forward. And I know I will have my moments of still grieving and feeling some sadness. But also, one highlight that has been very joyful and bringing praise to our family is that my grandson, has, uh, and his girlfriend has produced a newborn, very precious baby that weighed nine pounds, one ounce, was 21 inches long on December 13, amidst all of the other crises and things that was happening. So there is a mixture of emotions. There's happiness uh, that we're also experiencing. And so, again, I just think that all of these are just graceful, divine interventions with the faith the prayer, and all of these coming to make my impossibilities a possibility because I do maintain the belief that God is good and I know he'll be there for me. I just have to continue to pray and ask for the strength and the love and the persistence to move forward and to continue to give as well as receive. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that was a mouthful. That was a mouthful, and I think that it's just a, a very brief, brief summary into the many uh, challenges, the many emotions and changes that you've undertaken um, in this last year. So gracefully, I always say, um, 
And it sounds like the two main sources of strength and the two um, kind of areas where you get the most support to be able to cope and deal with the different challenges are from family and friends yes. and from God. Yes. You know, your faith in something greater than yourself yes. and knowing that things are going to work out uh, by divine uh, intervention and that you stay positively focused. Yes, yes, prayer is a constant. Yes, yes. And the new normals are falling into place. It just takes time. And I'm trying to live that one day at a time. Yeah, I like that idea of new normal. Because I think that when people go through changes uh, and challenges, you have to learn how to find a new normal adapt and keep moving keep future focused because when you stay like you were saying if you don't make those decisions you'll stay stuck in that space and so as long as you're looking in the future as long as you're moving forward and you're really calling out what this new normal is going to be it makes it easier to adapt and to adjust because yes. change is good. I think that sometimes change is difficult, but there's always something better that's ahead of you than, than what is behind you. Is there any other words of wisdom that you can share? The last thing that I will and to summarize all of what I have said previously is that I know that I will still meet these challenges daily, but I am very enamored and know that I will move forward and that I will, in time, hopefully start doing some things for Mary by getting back into pending uh, to doing my exercise and getting back to the why, getting my cataract removed <laughs> that needs to be removed so that I can do a little bit more night driving because I'm still very, very active. I enjoy listening to music. I enjoy socializing, and I'm still a very active person socially, and I'm just looking forward to doing so many more new things that will involve things doing for me. And I think that's really key because you being a nurse by profession and having worked until retiring uh, as a psychiatric RN, um, you are oh, nurse practitioner. Okay, uh, nurse practitioner. Um, you have been accustomed to taking care of everyone for so long and even as you stand today you're still taking care of your brother um, and so uh, it's time for you to really focus on Mary and what Mary enjoys and yeah. 
we talk a little bit about um, the trips that she and her husband Phil used to take, my father-in-law, and they traveled and sure socialized. Share a little bit about that. Oh, oh, we have. Well, we were very, very basic. We were a very good family unit. Uh, from the very beginning of all of my four children enjoyed every one of them and we were very much involved we were a traveling family we just traveled with clothes food whatever because uh, everyone was active and we were always interactive with them we would travel in that station wagon and have a troop of about four or five other cars traveling with us. We have traveled east, west, north, south. We have gone on cruises. We've gone on camping. We have pretty much gone to concerts. We love music. We entertain at home. Phil loved to cook, and I just enjoy eating every <laughs> bit that he cooked and said, oh, this is so good. And he just liked presentation, and he was very forthworth, and whatever he did, it was quality. We enjoyed going to movies. We could eat a hot dog. We could eat a steak. It didn't matter. So and how are you going to do that for you? Well, the way I'm going to do that for me, I'm going, well, I have started already. I have um, regained some of my energy, and I'm back active again in church, which I am uh, work with the hospitality ministry. I also work with the ministry that prepares food on every other Friday for the homeless. And also, I'm very active in uh, my sorority in the St. Louis alumni chapter of Delta Sigma Theta. I'm very active with that. And that's moving on into events that is happening into 2020. And I very definitely will get active into going back to Zumba lessons at the Y and enjoying that and also resuming some yoga according to my standards at 82 years old. So I'm feeling very hopeful, very positive. And I know that there's much love out there for me and the support is continuing and I can give it back. Okay, and we're going into 2020, a new decade. And uh, with that, you know, new love, life, happy memories, new experiences, and staying, staying hopeful and uh, positive as we look uh, forward into the new year. Thanks for listening to Master Your Mind with Dr. Erica. We will be back next with another terrific episode that will allow you to master your mind. Please visit HempHappier.com for more information about Dr. Erica and CBD oil. See you next week. Some people take the straight path in life. But at Arizona State University, we respect your twists and turns. They make our online students more driven to excel in their professional lives. That's why our personalized suite of services empowers you with innovative resources and staff that sticks with you. Make your next turn with one of our 300-plus programs at ASU, a top 10 university for online bachelor's programs. Tap to learn more or visit us at asuonline.asu.edu. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.